If you have an extra Happy Meal toy lying around your house, it could be worth $300,000. Plus, the Prime Minister of Great Britain had to quit after six weeks. She got me thinking about other early quitters that I know, specifically three people who couldn't handle morning show hours and just stopped showing up. And I've got an update on my therapy adventures from earlier this week. It went, sadly, exactly as I expected. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update Packet. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, October 21st. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the movie Back to the Future. It's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies. Why are you thinking about that? Because today is Back to the Future Day. So today they went back to October 21st on their time machine in the DeLorean. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for notebooks. Jeff Dollar, on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you doing? I am going to ask you to answer first. Oh, Lord. Here we go. This is going to be a long one. Um, I'm like a 4. Yeah. I'm like a 4. I knew yours was going to be low. I have been sick all week and I haven't been sleeping really well because I've been sick all week. Cause it's like, it's a cough. And even Jeff said to me last night, he's like, Oh my gosh, even though you took NyQuil, you were coughing so hard that I went in to check on you. Um, so that's where I'm at with that. And- I, it, w- it wasn't even a hard cough because I think a hard cough would have woken you up. It was just consistent and I thought, like, I thought you were going to be up sitting in bed and you were asleep, which I think is almost worse because you were probably only sleeping at like 60% efficiency. I mean, I was, yeah, yesterday was a struggle for sure. But this whole week has kind of been a struggle because I just don't feel well, which makes everything else drag. And I forgot to take my anxiety medication. So I will just be super upfront and say right now it feels like life is the most horrible thing ever. And I know that it's not. And I know that sounds really dramatic, but when you struggle with anxiety, that's just how it feels sometimes. Well, and we're doing fertility stuff. So you've got different hormones coming in at you that are different and right. I just, just don't like yesterday. There was a point where I was like, I just don't want a life today. Like I want to call in sick. I want to cancel all my meetings and I want to go lay in bed and watch like reruns of friends all day. I don't want to adult. I don't want to do anything. And my check engine lights on, which irritates me because I just took my car in two weeks ago. Um, and our garage door is broken. All, all like (laughs) minor things, but it's just, I'm like in my head, I'm like, everything is awful. I've you've seen me on those <sighs> on those days where what, <laughs> And I've it, missed two creative deadlines because my creativity is at like a negative five. The, the to me, I mean I can laugh at it because I'm I'm not in it like you are right now. And before right before we started recording, I in my, I think I'm getting better at not trying to fix everything all the time. Do you think I'm getting better? I definitely, um, I definitely catch myself. 
I think you're aware, you're more aware that you are a fixer and try to fix things, but I feel like you can't help but say something. Yeah. You were like, do you want to talk? Do you want to cry? I was like, honestly, no, I want to record a show. I want to get things done with the rest of my day. And then I want to like go to sleep, you know, tonight. Like I want to fast forward through today and you're like, okay, but just remember like you can't, you can't help it. I know. Which is really sweet. but But I catch myself a lot saying, stopping myself from saying, are you okay? Or can I do anything or whatever? So just know that I am filtering myself. Good job. A little bit. Thank you. Um, but, so anyways, but right, I, I might be salty pants for this episode. We'll see. Right we'll before see. we we hit record, I was just, we I was talking about how neat I think it is. And this is in the shadow. Our six-year wedding anniversary is tomorrow. So with that on the horizon, Callie, you've pointed this out before. It's just really neat to me how we balance each other out Mm -hmm. because I am, I mean, I would say I'm at 9.5. Yay. Like I'm way up there, except I'm going to dock a couple points because my heart hurts for you, but I'm a, 9.5 without you muddy in the waters (laughs) 9.5 and I think it's really really neat the way the world comes together because a week or two ago I I was just feeling I was feeling like Kelly is now but for whatever reason she was flying high and she she gave me a pep talk and she's like this 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 and it didn't stick when you said it because I was you know, mm-hmm. um, but earlier this, this, well, the, over the past 48 hours, I've had a couple of wins that make me th- feel like a 9.5 and now you're low so I can boost you up. And I, I just think that's neat. And I think that's what marriage is. Yeah. I think that's what good partners. I think that, I think that's what marriage is, is averaging each average. Bringing up the average when there's a low point mm-hmm. and riding the wave when there's a high point together. Yeah. That's what marriage is. Look at you. Yeah. I went I'm to- glad that I'm married <clears throat> to you though. Why? Well, I'm just saying that because like while I am a four, I'm glad that we are married and in a super solid relationship. We still haven't figured out what we're doing for our- anniversary um but i i keep coming back to the homemade pasta thing you want to make homemade pasta you know what i think we have we have had what is our dog doing lily can you is the mic picking it up is she just stretching out in the sunbeam yeah there's a sunbeam on the floor there's like and she is on her back just like living her best life but also uh narrating it so (laughs) (laughs) she's like very vocal right now. Maybe she's showing you what to do. Maybe if you're not feeling she's 100%. She's like, you just need to stretch down. Don't but on the floor in the sunbeam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That actually probably would like feel really good. I feel like dogs kind of have that, have that figured out with like what brings subtle joy. Uh-huh. Like sunbeams, 
lying on your back in like ridiculous positions. Sunbeams, snacks, and scratches. And and like naps. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good life. Um, so what were we talking about? You are going to say that we have a pasta attachment to our food. Oh, yeah, I think we do. I think it's one of those things. I feel like everyone has this in their kitchen, like either a gadget or a something that lives in your kitchen that you've never used. But you're like, no, no, no. But someday, you know, I am going to use that. You know, what's really funny about you saying that. What is I thought yesterday that we had the pasta attachment. Like, I, can you see it in your head? Can you see the box yeah. that it's yeah, in? Yeah, I can see the box. Right. So could I. Did we get rid of it? No. It's actually for, uh, it's a it's for meat. Oh. So well, it's for you putting, know what we do have? It's for putting meat in there to make your own hamburgers. We do have that, um, like, ravioli stamp thing. We've already done raviolis. Oh, we need to switch it up? Yeah. But anyways, um, I keep coming back to that, but we'll we'll see how you're feeling and and. Whatever. As long as we're together. That's very sweet. We've been married. I mean, six years. That's, I feel like that's really good. This is my long, longest relationship ever. This is not yours, which I feel a little competitive about. Feels like it though. <laughs> it feels like your longest relationship on ever. Like, on days like today. <laughs> We've accomplished more in our relationship. I mean, we have a child. We've moved like 85 times. You know, we've done a lot in mm-hmm. six years of marriage. Career changes, both of us. Mm-hmm, that's Remember, right. Remember, let's reminisce. Let's go back to the year 2016 when we got married and we were flying high. We were flying high. This is in the year 2016. I started my brand new radio show. Callie quit a like corporate nine to five job. It, not corporate. It was still in entertainment. It was in music. But she made a big bold move to get out of music, music, which was like my whole life at the time and started the, the new job that, that she has. Now we moved out of my town home and we were so, and this is no dis, disrespect to this part of town because it was, it was great. But I know that when we moved into the battery, I had dreams of, walking to three baseball games a week and eating every meal outside mm-hmm. and that food court thing and uh, going to the concerts that were at, at Truist Park. The Battery is like a residential area right next to the where the Braves play baseball. How many, we went to two games? We maybe went to two and we lived there for like two years. I will say though, we did we keep a- Antico Pizza open because remember the first week or the first month we lived there we probably ate there three or four times a week yeah because it was it's not like super thick heavy pizza so you could just go down get a pizza and a salad so good and (laughs) we could like sit outside it was a walk which is so nice and um but we went to no concerts so good we went to two maybe three baseball games but anyways it was exciting but it was brand new we were the first people to we're like one of the top one of the first five people to live in that building we were we were so that was neat um so 20 and we got married so 2016 neat look how far we've fallen (laughs) we have not fallen (laughs) we have not fallen we love our neighborhood we love our kid 
our dogs are questionable right now because they're being bad lately. Pain in the booties. Well, here's the thing. So Sadie, and then we can move on with the rest of our show. Sadie, I don't know if it's because we are on a vet mandated diet. So we've like cut her food a little bit or fill in the blank. But Sadie is eating everything not nailed to the floor. So we literally have had to pull things up even off of like the coffee table because she just starts chewing on stuff. Now, she has dog toys. She has, she gets fed twice a day. She has a whole yard. That she, she has, has, a she has whole go outside, yard. go for walks. Like, um, but like yesterday she, Ellie decorated a Halloween, um, I mean a pumpkin for Halloween with stickers and Sadie, I walked downstairs and Sadie was gnawing the stickers off of Ellie's pumpkin. Yeah. Like why, why? Anyway, so I'm sorry. Okay, we can get I, on. I, maybe she, you know what? Maybe she needs new dog toys. Like she's bored? Well, what if, entertain this thought, what if she's jealous of all of Ellie's toys? So she's like acting out? Because she's had, Sadie's not a big toy person, so she has the same two or three stuffed animals that she's had for like two years. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Ellie has a couch full of things mm-hmm. that Sadie knows she's not allowed to touch those. Do you think we should take Sadie to the pet store and let her pick out yes. like three toys? Yes. Do you think she would do okay in a pet store? Yeah. She's been to a pet store before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll take her there and let her pick out like uh-huh. three new toys and yeah. see if that does the trick. We'll do it this weekend with Ellie. Okay. Cause she might just be, she might be jealous. She's like, this kid has got two dozen toys. They just sit on the couch and she plays, she doesn't even chew on them. She didn't even know how to enjoy them. Right. Meanwhile, such a waste of a toy. I got this ratty old squeaky bunny rabbit that I've had since 2021. Right. She's protesting. I went to therapy earlier this week. I hate to report this, but um, it, it, all it did was reinforce what I already knew that I, I think I need to find a different solution. Now, this isn't a bad thing. I think I need to find a different solution for my- Do you feel like you went into it with an open mind? Totally. I was excited about it. Okay. But as I talked through it with with my therapist, I realized, and, and the issue is I am compulsively trying to find everything that could go wrong. I'm not- And plan for it. And plan for it. I'm not pessimistic. Like I don't get in the car to go on a road trip to the beach and be like, well, this is gonna be terrible. It's gonna rain the whole time. I don't even know why we're spending this much time in the car. That to me is pessimism. Right. But I do get into the car and I think, okay, um, if we get down there and it's, you know, that's a bad example, but it's, it happens more often now with like work stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll, if, I, okay, if this computer goes down, I'm gonna have this backup and I'm gonna have this and this and I'm gonna back this up. And I just, I get consumed with, with crisis planning for crises that don't even happen. Crises, but yeah. Crisi, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And, my and ther- it exhausts you. Yes. And it exhausts you. And it does exhaust me. And it takes up a lot of your time. So my therapist just reinforced what I already knew, which is I've got to change that behavior. She said something very interesting, which I would like to share, that when you, and that, by the way, that problem-solving behavior served me really, really well in my jobs as a morning show producer and executive producer 
because I had to have a contingency plan for every possible outcome when you're dealing with live callers or interviews that might yeah. be late or, you know, t- talent co-workers who might be in a bad mood. I mean, you've literally to- made a career out of preparing for the worst. Exactly. Yeah. So it served me really, really well. And then at some point, I like as a, as a entrepreneur, it's a, it's terrible. You right. Got to change that. So she um, she equated it to to if you have a, a like a piece of wood or a piece of stone that has a groove carved into it, and you drop a marble onto it, the marble will just kind of roll around as long as it has the energy to, and then it finds the groove, and then that's where it rolls or sits. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always going to go into that same groove unless you can make a new groove, and the only way to make a new groove is to consistently change your thinking. So she she suggested. Which is a great analogy. Yes. She suggested doing what you did years years ago, um, which is speaking out loud into the mirror. Mm-hmm. And what she proposed reinforcing was, you're so good at solving problems that don't happen. That's a gift, which it is. Mm-hmm. I agree yeah. with that. I think it's, I don't think I'm very gifted in a lot of things. I think that's one of them. Yeah. And so I have that gift. She pointed out that that also means I'm equipped to handle the problems when they come up. Yes. I don't have to spend the energy doing it on this side of things. Yes. Because when it happens, you will figure it out because you're good at it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it might, it, and, and there's no urgency to do it immediately. You know, because it's not a, a live radio show or anything. So if my computer goes down, there's a very slim, the logic says there is a very slim chance that I will need something off that computer that's life or death in the next hour. Yeah. Like I'll have mm-hmm. time to find a new computer, get my laptop, open it up, download the cloud, whatever. Yeah. That. So she, she pointed that out and, and. She said that's part one. And then part two is you just have to trust one of your mantras, which is everything is working out the way it should be. Is that what she thought you should say out loud? No, she should. She thought I should. They should be specific. And I shouldn't necessarily do it like in the morning. Like I think your therapist told you to get up every day and, you know, mm-hmm. um, she said when I catch myself preparing for for stuff that most people would consider like. Over-preparing. Over-preparing or whatever to stop myself, stand up, get myself out of the environment, even just by a few Mm -hmm. feet, and say out loud, what you're preparing for is not likely to happen. And if it does happen, you can handle it. It is so silly, but it's almost like- And she was adamant about either saying it out loud or writing it down on a piece of paper and then reading it back. Well, two things. First of all, it stops the train of thought. Like it, it, it- creates an interruption in your brain, which I think is really powerful because for those 10 seconds, you have to stop yeah. what you're doing, the pattern that you're doing. It's great. It's gratitude. That's what gratitude does. You, exactly. You can't be, what do they say? You can't have a negative thought and have gratitude exist in your brain at the same time. Yeah. So, so you have to like pause the negativity to come up with something that you're grateful for right. just for a second. Um, but it really works. And I think with the saying it out loud thing, think about the most motivational speech that you've ever heard, or I don't care if it's in person or YouTube or whatever. 
things that you hear out loud impact your brain and get into your brain. Right. So if you're never saying out loud, especially like you, you know, like, cause you're alone a lot and you work from home and, and all that. If you aren't hearing out loud, something to contradict what's in your head, what's in your head is just law. Yeah. And that becomes law. Well, so, and hearing it spoken out loud, either by yourself or another person has a, it's stickier. It's stickier. And you start to, we believe what we tell our selves. Yeah. Right. We do. And that's why years ago when I was struggling with self-esteem and I had a therapist that said, say out loud, you don't have to believe it. You just have to say it what you want to believe. And, um, you know, it sounds so silly, but that will change your life. So anyways, I think that's really cool. I'm glad you had, uh, you know, like, I know it wasn't everything that you hoped for, but it's, I feel like it's always nice to kind of have that reinforcement of like, okay, I really do need to do this. And I thought the groove analogy was fantastic and something that I'm going to be thinking about in my life for sure. I don't want to alarm anyone, but we are pretty much in the last full week of October and then it's November. And then it's the holidays. So I would like you to get ahead of the game. Think of the person in your life who loves to sleep the most. Here's what you're going to get them. Cozy Earth Sheets. The most comfortable sheets you will ever, ever sleep on. Give them that gift. You can get a great deal with, uh, just for being an upside listener, you get 40% off, but the person you're giving the sheets to doesn't need to know that they need to, they need to think that they're a full price friend. So find out what size bed they have, go get, get the sheets and then know that that person is going to be thinking about you every single time they put their head on the pillow for the next rest of their lives. Cozy Earth is giving you a 40% off discount when you go to callieandjeff.com slash sleep and they have tons of great gift ideas. Get ahead of the Christmas shopping. I started mine already just to kind of like trickle in. You know what I mean? Like we're trickling in so it doesn't become like mass chaos by December. Take advantage of that 40% off discount. It goes through at checkout, like right at the very end when you go to callieandjeff.com slash sleep. callieandjeff.com slash sleep. All parents graze off their kids' plate, right? And you have the dinosaur-shaped chicken tender or the, you know, the fish-shaped fish bite that you heated up in the microwave or cooked in the air fryer. And it's fine. But you know that you've stumbled upon a great snack when you actually make extras for yourself. And that's how we do it with Snow Day's Pizza Bites. All of their flavors. But the one that we're loving right now are the Tex-Mex Chicken Taco Bites. These are chicken fajita flavored pizza bites. And if, you, if you're not familiar with the Snow Day's Pizza Bites, they're the little, they're the pizza bites that you ate as a kid they're just much healthier. Like if you look at the packaging, you can understand and pronounce every single agreement or every single ingredient. The chicken fajita flavor has spiced chicken and roasted peppers and onions, plus fajita sauce, just enough spice to go, oh, that's spicy, but not too much. Ellie loves them. And whenever I make them for Ellie, I make extras for me. Whenever I make some for me, I make a couple extra for Ellie. And right now you can get 
10% off Tex-Mex taco bites, chicken taco bites from Snow Days simply by going to snowdays.com slash upside. In addition, you can get 50% off the original pizza bites with that purchase. So go to snowdays.com slash upside. Use the promo code upside. You get 10% off the Tex-Mex Snow Days chicken taco bites, and you can get an additional two-pack of original pizza bites for 50% off. Snowdays.com slash upside. We appreciate our upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit CallieandJeff.com. The Prime Minister of Great Britain, Liz Truss, resigned on Thursday after... I think it was less than six months on the job. Mm-hmm. If you don't pay attention to, to news a, a ton, you have certainly seen her because she was the very last meeting that the queen took before the queen passed. Mm-hmm. So there's a picture of her and the queen, I think, sh- shaking hands in one of the you know super fancy cancel- castle rooms where yeah. queens meet people. That's her. That was six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She. You said six months earlier, but you meant six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah. She lasted six weeks. And it made me think, I mean, it's, it's different because um, she resigned because if she didn't, they would have voted her out. But she's going to go down in history as the person who lasted the least amount of time in that job. Mm-hmm. The last one who who only lasted a few months, the last prime minister, was it was so long ago that only a painting exists of him. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of that legacy. And that led me to think of the multiple people when I worked in morning radio, interns. Well, there were three of them. There were two interns and one person who worked on the promotion staff who came in to work on the morning show and lasted one day. All of them were guys. That's funny. So they came in, uh, one, the, the promotions guy, the guy who came in from promotions, got in at like 4 a.m., you know, got through the first two, two and a half hours. And he said, hey, guys, I have to be honest with you. This is not for me. And I think it's really messing up my brain. Exact quote. I think these are this. I think it's really messing up my brain to be awake right now. So I have to leave. And he left. I feel like I probably would not have said that. But I do feel like if it's not a fit, bravo. Because remember, we I feel like we've talked about this on the well, show. One guy ghosted us. Okay, and, ghosting's not cool. And the other one sent an email to whoever the intern coordinator was and, and said, it, these hours, I can't do it. Um, but I do think, I mean, because we commend people, right? I think you've taken the stance many times that if you're on a date and you really just don't see a future, can you stop the date and be like, hey, thanks for this, but like, I'm really just not interested or this isn't going to work for me or whatever, instead of stringing people along. Isn't it kind of the same thing with work? How you can just be like, you know what? This just, I need to wipe my hands at this. Like this just not working out for me. This is not going how I planned. It is not what I thought. I got it. I got to get out. And that's fine. I have no, the guy who ghosted, like that's crappy. Yeah, that's crappy. Um, and the guy who left mid shift, that was a little traumatic. Oh, mid shift. Yeah, he left yeah. at 6 a.m. He left at like 6.30 or like he got there at 
4 or 4.30, whatever time yeah. our interns were required to be there. But he got like two hours into it and he said, I don't think I, I, I don't think this is healthy for my brain mm-hmm. or something like that. That's funny. I got to go. Um, but you're going to have a legacy. Like, that is true. Like that woman in Great Britain, Liz Truss. She's forever going to be. But she's also forever going to be the last person who met with the queen. All right. Here are your three random things for today. Number one. Brilliant move by Hershey's. They have a trick-or-treat bag that you get um, if you purchase the the peanut butter cups, the Halloween-shaped peanut butter cups. Mm -hmm. Um, If you purchase a certain size bag of that, the 10-ounce bag, uh, while they last, you can get this secret stash trick-or-treat bag. So it's a bag. Mm Mm-hmm. Trick or treat, people drop the stuff in the top. Mm-hmm. But if you got a candy in there that you don't want mom or dad to steal when you get home mm. or whatever, you take it out of the bag and you slide it underneath. There's a slot underneath the right eye of the mm-hmm. jack-o'-lantern and it falls into a separate compartment. It's Genius. like a secret lining. Genius. Brilliant. You know what's going to backfire on that is when you forget that it's there. <laughs> right. And then you're like, you know. Well, at least it's only going to be candy bars. It's not like it's a ham sandwich. That's true. Or an Easter egg. (laughs) That is true. Your second random thing is there is no scientific evidence that eating sugar, even a lot of it, affects kids' behavior. So if you feel like, oh my gosh, the kids around me are crazy, it's Halloween, it is not because of the sugar, but more likely because kids get excited and you know it's a dopamine rush when they're excited. Um, so it's not about the sugar so much as it is about the excitement of whatever's going on. And I had a couple people send this to me because I successfully got the McBoo mm-hmm. Halloween bucket yes. for, um, for trick-or-treating for Ellie. Uh, and I, and it, if my dad's listening to this, he needs to pay attention because McDonald's Happy Meal toys are going for big bucks on eBay. But this is like toys, not the McBoo bucket, no, right? This is uh, the McBoo bucket. The McBoo bucket would count, but in like thirty years. Okay. Okay. So if you had an unused bucket, like big money, mm-hmm. thirty years from now. Mm-hmm. But if I remember correctly, my mom used to work at McDonald's in the summer. She had a part-time job at, right. McDon- at McDonald's um, in, the, in the summer before she got sick for several summers. And she used to bring home the Happy Meal toys. But I was, I think, too old to care about them. Mm-hmm. But she would bring them home sealed. And I think they kept them. Oh, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. On eBay, a Grimace toy that was not in the packaging recently sold for six thousand nine hundred forty-two bucks. What? A sealed cactus plant flea market toy still in the cellophane or whatever it's called. Yeah, twenty-five thousand dollars. What? <laughs> Who is paying for that? The the collectors, Happy Meal toy collector things, people. That is so bizarre. A set of three extremely rare and unopened cactus plant flea market toys sold on eBay for $300,000. I, I, I have no words. 
Yep. I have no words. So if you have, so Jim Dollar, hook it up. <laughs> yeah, that could be, uh, <laughs> that could be like twenty years from now. Ellie could be picking out her college, and she could say, "What's our budget?" And I could be like, "Thanks to your grandma and grandpa, and the three sealed cactus, you know, Happy Meal toys, your college has been paid for." Oh, and those are your three random things. <laughs> You're I, got, I got so excited at the thought of college being paid for. We're, I know. A, we're about to be rich. It's, by a stuffed grimace. Right. It's it's awesome. Today's beautiful human alert is about a wedding photographer named Krista in Florida. Now, she was helping her neighbor. She lives in um, Florida where the hurricane hit, Hurricane mm-hmm. Ian. And she was helping clean up a neighbor's flooded home and realized that there were so many photos that were, you know, waterlogged, partially destroyed, whatever. So she decided that she was going to help people restore their photos because some of her neighbors had photos that were like 150 years old, been in their family forever. So she started doing that. And a ton of other photographers started contacting her saying, hey, if you need help, I can also help you restore those photos. So she has a group together um, that is helping people restore their photos from the storm. And I thought that was so cool because it's not necessarily something you would think of when you think of people and what they're losing because they've lost their homes, their cars, their everything, but family photos are priceless and she's helping people get those back. Did you ever live in a world with film? I did. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because if you're, if you're a youngster. When I took a photography class in high school, we used film. No, that doesn't count. I'm talking about when you would go on vacation and you would have the camera and you would click it and then you have to wind it. So, whether it was like you're like 35 millimeter and you developed it and stuff. I'm talking about the cameras with the, I don't even know how to describe it. So it almost looks like two film reels on either side and you would wind it. We either 24 or 36 pictures. Oh yeah. I had that. And then you would take it to either a kiosk CVS or whatever, or, or a, a, you know, photo thing. Yeah. Desk. And then the pictures would come back in and you would go out into the car and you would sit and you would go through them all. Yeah. This is but, the best o- ever. but the only way to replicate those is with the negatives. Mm-hmm. So if the f- pictures got damaged in the flood, they're either framed in the house, yeah. which means the negatives are probably long gone, or they're with the negatives, which probably got ruined. Yeah. What a, so, great, what a, what a great um, service she's providing. Super cool. It's a little thing. So Krista from Florida, you are this week's Upside Beautiful Human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. We got a bunch of voicemails this week about um, Ellie's kitchen toy that I bought. And you asked me to return because you had a different one picked out. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first message that came in was so mean. To you, they were, they were like, "I can't, Callie, I cannot believe that you made <laughs> Jeff return a toy because you didn't like the colors." And well, to clarify that, she didn't make me return it because she didn't like the colors. I just, I don't, I don't have an opinion on it, so it, I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, if there's one that she likes better, so I, but it, it made me feel bad because I'm like, oh my gosh, what if people think, you know. That I'm like so mean over here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want people to think that. The next group of messages erased any concern I have because it was <laughs> it was parents who were who were warning us and other parents that for larger 
toys, like a like a kitchen set or something that'll be in the backyard or whatever. Yeah. The one time that you're like, yeah, this is kind of ugly, but it's on sale. It'll be fine. I'm just going to buy it and bring it in the house. That's the toy that the kid will play with for the next five years in the middle of the living room. And you'll have to look at it every single day. Somebody made a great point because I did get a lot of validating messages, too, that were like, I mean, I know it sounds silly, but it's my house. I worked really hard for my house. I want to like the aesthetic. So you know what? I'm I'm paying for it. I get to make this choice. And also, we're not going to be able to control these things for very much longer. So right. I'm going to hold on to it while I can. Yeah. And before Ellie starts having really strong opinions about things like this, I I will exercise my right to have an opinion before you, she gets opinions. You know your emotion I know you're emotionally fragile today. I but, am that is an understatement. Yes, sorry. But but let me just throw something at you that has to do with that. Mm-hmm. You have most likely have definitely picked out Ellie's last Halloween costume. I know, I know, and I'm really sad about it. 